Blog Talk Radio.
another edition of the Cipher. This is yours truly, the atypical, along with my brothers and partners in crime, the B.I.W.G. Rich, DJ Comedic, and Black Caesar. What's good, my brothers? How y'all doing this evening? What up, dude? Can't call it, can't call it. What's good with you, Big Rich? All right, I guess Big Rich ain't with us. DJ Comedic, what's good with you, fam? I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. My bad, my bad, I'm here. Uh, trying to finish up out here in these southern streets. But, uh, but yeah, but I'm here, I'm here. Slow motion in the big city, you know how we do. Good uh, with you, DJ Comedic? Not much, you know, same old, same old. Great show today, um... You know, just watching how the world spins by, counting blessings one at a time, ETC. Mm, I hear that. All right, so I know you brothers was waiting for a minute. My uh, computer unfortunately crashed again, wiped out everything, and I just got Internet back up and running. So that's what took me a minute to get to you guys. And... It also wiped out all my topics for tonight. So, look like we're going to have another wing it. Tonight, gentlemen, as always, those of you out there chilling with us, we appreciate you for calling in. And if you got a question, thought, or comment, you want to chime in with us, you can do so by hitting us up at 818-369-0344. That's 818-369-0344. L, Big Rich. Y'all NBA fans, so maybe y'all can uh, help me with this one. I saw, what was it, last week, or maybe it was the week before, that your man Steph Curry signed this humongous contract that amounts to about $40 million a year. And, and, you know, 90% of that 
is because you got Steph Curry, who's on there, who is who is a household name, and he 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 makes it he he makes it possible for that team to be as amazing as they are. Okay. So now. I again, again, it's not it's not for me to call or say what should be in any man's pockets. But what I am saying is that dude has that dude presence, playing skills, his name is the reason why they generated so much income in Golden State. Okay, now with that said and done, knowing that as we know Basketball is not an individual sport. It's a team sport. Is it equally uh, fine or easy to say that uh, Clay, Draymond, uh, and forget your boy uh, who just got there, Grant, should they all be looking at uh, similar contracts coming up soon? I mean, because clearly it's not a Steph Curry show. We He does, you know, contribute a lot to the team, but without the other players, especially the um, three that I just mentioned out there on the floor, doesn't work as well. Ray, Ray, your argument, that argument is getting old, dude. That's getting, that I'm just asking getting the question, old. Big Rich, because about, no, not I'm not making an argument. I'm just asking the question. You got to understand... But, you, but every time, every time we talk about, every time we talk about somebody who was a superstar of a team, you start going to that argument. You start, and when I say argument, I mean your point of view. You start going to your point of view of, well, it's not an individual sport; it's a team sport. It's this, yo, dude. Every single sport, every single team has a superstar, and without that person, that franchise doesn't make money. Plain and damn simple. It's not about whether they win or lose. It's about our people. Hey, well, Why is, is that? If that was the, the case, if okay, well, let, let let me uh let me let me throw something into your argument then. If it was truly about Curry, then they would have easily won the uh, finals last year instead of having to get Durant and winning it this year, which would signal that Durant was the X factor. Again. My point of view that I just said, it's not about winning or losing when it comes to the contracts. It's about why are people coming to the games? Steph Curry is the main reason people come to watch Golden State. So, therefore, he should be compensated accordingly. He's the main reason why. It has nothing to do with them winning or losing. It has nothing to do with it being a team sport. People come to Golden State to see Steph Curry. Okay. As an NBA fan, you agree with that, L? I mean, for the same reason that LeBron got his big contract when he came to um, – when he claimed to Cleveland and then kind of cut himself a deal, um, you know, to uh, – Actually, actually, kind of low. He actually took a kind of took a took a pay cut to bring up his boy, and even even the 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 uh, the, the the max that uh, that both Carmelo and um, and uh, mm-hmm. what's my man name um, 
and Kobe received at the at, at, at the end of his career, um, their their box office draws. You know what I'm saying? Now, even at even at the end of his career, you know the the Lakers the Lakers as a team was trash. You know what I'm saying, and they kind of, you know, kind of looked out and kind of honored home. I mean, you you mm-hmm. gotta really you you gotta take care of people that actually, you know, that that sell the jerseys and, and put the and puts butts in the seats. You know that that kind of that that kind of draws. You know that that kind of feeds. You know the the the, the whole in the well the engine on the animal as a whole. You know what I'm saying. So um, the winning itself is a, is a, is a byproduct of that. You know what I'm saying. My 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 uh um. My uh, my Knicks are trash, but still Carmelo is getting what ninety five mil, something like that collectively ninety five one hundred five mil, something like that. You know what I'm saying? But they can still pay that out because because they still draw. You know what I'm saying? Everybody still comes to to you know what I'm saying? Come to the Garden, which which is the mecca. So I think they should be paid accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Like what what you produce on the on the, on the court as well as you know what I'm saying, you know, what what you bring in, you know, through other venues, be it, you know, uh um, you know, the the jerseys and, and, and the commercials and the endorsements and all of that, you know what I'm saying? And even to LeBron's point, you know what I'm saying? He you you've seen that he's been about his brand since he came into the league. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's been very business minded and very brand minded, you know what I'm saying, since he since he's come into the since he's been in the game. Yeah, I mean, so for him to say, all right, cool, even though he's on the court, my rival, yeah, I'm saying him being another athlete, him being another big superstar, and you know what I'm saying in this game, cut that man his check. Yeah, I'm saying, should he be making a lot more? That's, you know what I'm saying, that's that's to be seen. Like, I I, kind of side with, you know, I kind of side with Richard, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not to say what, what a man is, um, you know what I'm saying? What 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 <clears throat> what was to be in home pocket? But does it need to be commensurate to what you know? What I'm saying what he brings to the to to the overall franchise? Yes, yes. The same way the 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 the, the same way with you know with, with, with college sports and how there are you know what I'm saying different college athletes that you know they bring a lot of star power to the game. Yeah, you know I'm saying you know the millions of of dollars that they bring. You know, to into to to the NCAA and and into its individual programs and schools. Yeah, y'all should cut these boys a check. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason why my school is making millions. And I'm also being you know afforded an education as a, as an athlete. You know what I'm saying? But there's no way. I, there's no reason I should be eating ramen noodles though. You know what I'm saying? I need a couple dollars. You know what I'm saying? So and <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not with, I'm, I'm not with that slave mentality. You know what I'm saying? Pay somebody what they worth. All right, all right. What's your thoughts, Comedic? You on the same vibe? I mean, I'm not really sure. I mean, my only thing is, was he, was he, was he instigating or was he talking truth? You know, like is he making this money? So he's like, yo, why isn't he making this money? Or is he just talking shit to, you know, make him feel a certain kind of way? You know, so I, I think you know, LeBron's I don't have point initially I, thought, initially, I thought LeBron was probably trying to be facetious with it, but he was just stating that, okay, you look at what the Golden State Warriors net worth has jumped up 
say, in the last 10 years or so. And a lot of it, as Rich said, has be, because, been because of Steph Curry, who was like the first person drafted on that team, followed by Clay, followed by Draymond. And he's pretty much been the face of that franchise. So as LeBron was saying, this is a team that's worth, what, way more than 10 times than what it was purchased for. So he's like, truth be told, they should be paying him 80 mil a year for, you know, the revenue that he basically single-handedly by himself has brought to that franchise as far as, as Rich said, putting, filling the seats with his presence, selling jerseys, et cetera, et cetera. Because a lot of Golden State fans who are fans the same way Cleveland fans are Cleveland fans is because of the face of the franchise. And it, in Golden State's case, it's uh, Curry. Well, I mean, again, if if he is factual and actual, but if he's just trying to be like, yo, f you, you're not getting your due, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. And you know, like, um, who was that? I can't remember who the hell the guy that was chasing the ring. Maybe it was Garrett. I'm not really sure. But you know, they're like, oh, they asked him to cut some more bread so you know he can pay the rest of the guys, whatever, whatever. And I, I, I'm assuming because I don't know anything about the sport, it was probably a cap of some kind. They got to maneuver around, whatever, whatever. But I'm just like, I was like, you know, I, I, I don't okay. know. Like, if they had a players' union and he was speaking as the head of the union, then I would get it. But I, you, we can't really say what his motives really are right now. I don't that think. Was, uh, that was the other thing LeBron brought up. I don't know if you caught that as well, Big Rich, when he, uh, which made me think he was being facetious. He said the NBA is supposed to have a cap, and he said with Steph Curry's $40 million a year, he said clearly there's no cap. If they're paying him forty mil a year, or he was saying something to the effect of the cap being bullshit. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm not a thousand, but you know, we, we're gonna see what's gonna pop off. But I guess that's what do you call that shit? Um, uh, it's not parody, or maybe it is parody. But, you know, basically, you know, that this is why they bring the cap so you, you can't have these monster teams or if you have the monster teams, you're going to pay for it. And I feel like this, like, do they even have, because like, back, back to your, you know, hey, it, it's it's a team statement. Um, I know that in football they have, like, a lot of um, bonuses, you know, tied in. If you get the 40 yards or, you know, the 1,000-yard game, you get the bonus. So I'm just wondering, you know, if you get the, the triple-double, do you get the, you know, like, like, what's really good? I don't know. L, uh, Rich, you know anything about that? Is it bonuses in the NBA like it is in the NFL? I don't believe it is, but I don't know. You see what I'm saying? So, like, if it's bonuses, then everybody can get, get there. Because, I mean, if you said it, you know, if you play with the numbers enough, like, listen, we know you're on the bench. We are not going to throw you the ball. But if you could get us 60% of your free throws, you know, we're going to throw you, uh, I don't know, 14 Gs a game. And when you sign it all up together, you know, you're only worth, I don't know, but you're going to get 45 due to the fact. Blah, blah, blah. That's, a cat, that, that's a case that a lot of cats ain't making crap. I mean, jack squat. Hell, is, there, is, that, is it the same in uh, basketball as it is in the NFL? Is it bonuses for 
players hitting triple doubles or keeping no, I've, I've never, I've, I've never, I've, I've never heard of that as far as, as far as. Um, I was just saying, I don't think as, there's any as such as, uh, thing. As far as, as far as performance, as far as far as performance wise, I think, I, I think there's, there's a, there's like there, there, there might be a, there might be a little check if you get like defensive player of the year or. Or you know, say no offensive player of the year or stuff like that, or you know, a six man of the year stuff like that. I think I think there's a check attached to that. But uh, as far as like individual performance and, and, and stats and stuff, no, I don't think so. And then, but then I'll be hearing. <clears throat> I heard it. Oh, I was watching. A, I was watching a, a, an interview, um, and and I forget what the player name was. Um, and and he was saying how, how you know, players will. Will, you know what I'm saying will 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 you know go to their contracts and and be dealing with you know and dealing with the office and then they have all of these bonuses for you know however many yards and you know um you know you get all these extras and and then how how they will pass down certain agendas to play away from that so they them saying that to 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 play you away from that so that you don't even them saying so they don't have to shell out that extra bit of money for your contract. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so like it's it's such a back and forth and uh as far as contract and what they pay out and you know what I'm saying what bonuses you get to start in the third. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh when it when it comes to uh, NFL players, it's like like it's like it's real shady. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> and how they and, and how they they'll 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 bench you so that they don't have to pay you whatever money they would have to pay you or they will trade you so that they don't have to, you know what I'm saying, so, so that they don't have to pay you whatever was, whatever was initially promised to you at, at, in, in the beginning of the season. Hmm. Okay. Is Rich back with us or we step away again? Which is why I say anybody, we all, we all saw any given Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So you, so you remember, you remember, uh, you remember LT's, you remember LT's character when, uh, when uh, towards the end of the movie where they where was that that last playoff game, and LT breaks yeah. his, uh, <clears throat> he breaks his neck and he says, uh, "Be careful with yeah. me. I'm worth a million dollars." Yeah, shit like that. He on the injured list, or he's in a situation where if he plays again. You know what I'm saying? You're, you know what I'm saying? You're in the IR or, you know what I'm saying? But you're facing the end of your contract. But, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to get this bonus, you know what I'm saying, towards the end of the season. You know what I'm saying? He want to play to get that money. <clears throat> but they'll but they'll sit you in opposed to allowing you to play so that you can get, you know what I'm saying, so you can get that bread, that extra bread, so, yeah, shit like that. Where did Rich go? I don't know. He must have stepped hey, away. His mic. His mic still expensive. Nah, he said he 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 he, 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 he kicking somebody. He kicking somebody out the car. <laughs> 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 All right, hey yo, somebody. One of my boys just sent me a story, man. Because I can't pull up my other stories. I just want to get you guys thoughts on this show. You know, you always see and hear some some shit that just don't make sense. But you gotta. <laughs> You got a question anyway. So man sent me a story here about uh the clan. They were at this rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, and obviously this photo that a student from the University of Virginia, you know, black student, took a picture of a Klansman 
with dreadlocks. And he's showing the picture. Got the picture here of the dude in clan gear, white cat, with dreads. And he was like, yo, he's like, uh, you know, that's kind of, um, that's some unbelievable shit when you consider dreads are, you know, a symbol of, of black African culture, especially with the uh, Rastas or the Rastafari in uh, Jamaica. And you got a white dude, he said he tried to approach the dude to question him, but said the dude just walked away from him, said wouldn't address him. Somebody at the rally posted something on their Twitter page <laughs> that said dreadlocks don't belong to any culture. Anybody can rock them. It's just the hairstyle. And obviously this dude is from North Carolina because he was part of a North Carolina-based chapter of the Klan. Wow. Clan with dreads. Any thought on that, uh, L? <clears throat> well, you, in the immortal words, Paul Mooney, everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a nigga. Be a nigga. <laughs> I guess that sums it up. <laughs> wow. Any thoughts on that one, Comedic? Or L summed it up for you. That's just strange, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't understand any of it. Like, but you know, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess I would have rather talked to Kid and just try to see where his head was at. Like, you know, you saw it in the film. You thought it was, you know, hot. Does it make you seem more uh, terrifying? Like. You know, I mean, not, it ain't going to do nothing one way or the other, but what you doing? Why, why are you doing this? What's going on with you? So I don't know. I'm not really sure. Dude got, got all these, looking at the pictures, dude got the tats on the neck of the lightning bolts, the, you know, the neo-Nazi symbols, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and he up here rocking. You know, he got a, got a question that, I mean, if, you know, the clans is, is indicative of, you know, they want to keep everything white, pro-white. You know, they're anti, you know, every ethnicity that's not white. <laughs> you know, why would you embrace or want to embrace something that's not a part of your culture, per se? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I wish dude could have uh, gotten into a, a back-and-forth discussion with him to see what, you know, that was all about. But, yeah, who knows? Probably see some of these dudes that sit up here and support their local chapter of the clan and probably got biracial children or got the you know, the black girlfriend, but yo, you know, we keeping that on the hush hush low. With you, that's that. Oh, you back with us now, Rich? Yeah, I I I I got the back end of that uh that clan conversation. Yeah, I was saying this. Uh, somebody just sent me a story of the clan. Uh, they were at a rally. This is a North Carolina chapter of the clan that was at a protest in Charlottesville, Virginia. And an uh, African American student t- was taking pictures of the clan at this rally in Charlottesville. They were protesting a, a Confederate statue being removed, and he got a picture of one of the Klansmen with dreadlocks. Dude had uh, dreads. He got 
You got the clan tat, got the clan paraphernalia on, the whole nine, and and he got dreads, shoulder length dreads tied up in the back. Dude said when he tried to approach him, you know, to you know, have a one on one conversation with him to ask him, yo, what's you know, you clan, you rocking the dreads, what, what's up with that? He said, dude, just walk wouldn't uh wouldn't give him Cause you know that's suspect. <clears throat> you know that's suspect, man. If you, you know, what I'm saying you got to be consistent to an extent. I mean, yeah, that mean like it, it's a it's a personal choice, but you know what that hairstyle is 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 indicative of. You know, what I'm saying you know you know what what the connection is to it. So you know you, you know what I'm saying it, it looks crazy. You look crazy. You look crazy. You look crazy as a white man saying how Hitler in the middle of the street, you know what I'm saying, with dreads. You look crazy. The fuck is wrong with you, son? You bugging. But you know what though, L? Let me let me let me ask let me ask you this. Or ask everybody this. Is it possible that that style, that hairstyle is something that has crossed the cultural lines and could could be could be considered from 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 somewhere other than you know the Rastafarian roots or the Jamaican roots, and the reason why I ask that is because last weekend, um, uh, oh my God, now I can't say the name of the band, but they were in Ooh. town. Who um, fish? White. No fish? No, no. It wasn't Def Leppard. Was it Def Leppard? No, one of those old school rock bands. One of those old school mm. like like acid rock kind of bands. And they no, was, like like the hippie crowd like 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 the hippie crowd has 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 adopted it. You know what I'm saying? But oh, the, no, but, no, no, but, no, but L. This crew of people I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. This group of people was all white rednecks. They were all white rednecks. But and I I took like maybe eight trips. And on like three of them trips, there was the white boys with the dreads in their head going to see this going to see this band. And I mean, I was just like, Okay, you know, this this ah oh, man, it's gonna come to me in a minute. It's gonna come to me in a minute. But this band, they, they're known for just being just like a grunge band. They're one of the bands that they have mosh pits, and people get to jumping around and going crazy. That's why I work the front half. I ain't work the back half of the concert, taking people home. I ain't work none of that. I work the front half, taking them to the concert. Um, come on, Ray. You know, you, you, you know band names. Who are you talking uh, about, Big Rich? I was actually reading the story. Who are you talking about? What's what's the name of the the rock band, kind of acid rock band, big in the eighties? Um, they were here last weekend. I don't think Def Leppard is the right name. I I, I want to say it was another band. You're not um, talking about. Um, you're not talking about um, NXS, are you? No. Nah, um, I, all I know is a whole bunch of rednecks, a whole bunch 
some redneck Alabama and Tennessee people who were here for the for the for this band. And when I asked them, I was like, okay, so like, what kind of what what, what kind of uh, crowd should I expect if I work on the back half? And they were like, it's gonna be a bunch of drunk rednecks, and we're gonna be and we're gonna be just angry and drunk. Because that's what, that's what this band does. It makes you angry and drunk. Um, everybody knows they they wear all black all the time. All right, man. I'm sorry. I'm wasting time talking about that. Anyway, my whole point, L, was I wondered if there's a group of people uh, or, or a generation of people that think that dreadlocks for white people come from somewhere else. <clears throat> you know, it depends on who's it depends on whose history you want to believe because you know you can find you know stories if you find it via Ebony Essence or something that uh, you know a black historian wrote that tell you that goes back to you know Egypt. You know Egyptians were the first ones to rock it. You see another. I saw. Um, I saw a story one time where they claimed it went all the way back to Greece, you know, where people wore strands of rope-like hair going back 3,600 years ago to ancient Greece. And, I mean, again, it... it, it <laughs> we know... Metallica! We know pretty much... Metallica. Who? Metallica! Metallica. Yeah, Metallica don't wear dreads. Metallica don't wear dreads. And a Metallica. Nobody in Metallica Nobody, has dreads. Dave Mustaine and them dudes. They don't. They don't wear no. They don't wear no damn dreads. Hey, they don't wear dreads. What I was saying was, what I was. Dave Mustaine and and not Dave Mustaine because that that's from that that's from Dave Mustaine is the guitarist from from Megadeth. Short hair. But yeah, I was just a drummer and yeah, them dudes don't wear dreads. And and no, what that's I what I'm saying. The was, only ones with long hair in Metallica are Kurt Hammett, and his hair is just long and black. And Robert Trujillo, who actually is Hispanic, and he wears his in long braids. He has his hair sectioned off into braids. I'm a diehard Metallica fan. And no, they I don't said, wear dress. What I said was my passengers that I took to the concert there were a couple okay. of people who, were, who had dreads in their, in their head. Okay, I said the band. I'm sorry, because you kept saying oh, you remember the name of the band that wore dreads. I thought you were talking about the band wore dreads. All right, no, understood. No, I was trying to get the name of the band that I was thinking okay. people to go see. And I, and I okay. thought that was really weird that there were some, some white boys that had dreads in their head, and they going to see Metallica. So I was wondering... Is there a possibility that somewhere along the line, the cultural, the cultural clock, if you will, of time, that that some people thought that, that dreads came from somewhere else? That was no. my whole question. No. <clears throat> no. Because I was gonna say your man, your man sported dreads at one point in time. I don't know if he still has them. Uh, front man for Rage Against the Machine, uh, Zach De La Roca, but again, he's Hispanic also. Gotcha. I don't know. They 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 know what they be doing. They they know what they be doing. 
and he ain't say nothing because he because he knew somebody was gonna ask him that, and he knew somebody he, he, he knew somebody of color was gonna ask him that. It was it was positive. How you screaming all this hate, but then you know what I'm saying you you you, you rocking dreads. That don't make no sense. That ain't consistent. Mm, that ain't consistent. Yeah, and you got it. And you, you know what I'm saying and you got to answer that. But you know what I'm saying. But but that's how you. But but that's how you chose to. Uh, you know what I'm saying to 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 show yourself. That's just weird. You being a weirdo. You being a weirdo. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's being a fucking weirdo. Uh, he's definitely uh, being a weirdo. All right, so, yo, take a break real quick, man. We come back. We're going to uh, get into some more discussions. I wanted to do a theme tonight with the music. And um, while well, I was actually waiting for you guys, I played uh, Michelle and Degel Cello. But um, she doesn't fit the theme that I'm going with because she's still alive. So what I want to do is a theme on female singers who departed from us that kind of wish was still here because you can only imagine what their body of work would be now. And since Comedic brought this young lady up uh, the other week when we were having a discussion about music and your uh, Nita Baker uh, subject, Big Rich, I decided to play uh, one of my favorite tracks from her. Another young lady gone too soon. She died at the age of, I believe it was 27. Yo, y'all get into this. We'll be back in five with more discussions on the cypher. Let you outside, girl. Why you were thinking I didn't have a clue Tattoo sword file With your voice in my head So then I brought you downstairs With a Marlboro Red Now I feel so small discovering you knew How much more torture would you have put me through You probably saw me laughing at all your jokes Or how I did not mind when you stole all my smokes, yeah Reflection that reflects 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause, pause. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> we talk about Spider-Man Homecoming, L, the new one. We talking about. I'm talking about Spider-Man Homecoming, the new one. <laughs> Well, you supposed you supposed you supposed to go see that on the big screen, Al. Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, listen, brother, brother. I have priorities. I got a budget. I'm not about to get I'm not about to get these crackers my money like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I pick and choose what I want to see. Like what's some real shit? I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. Uh, right? You know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of I, shit I, I watch from my laptop, nigga, before I, b- b- before I go out and spend, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, $30, 40 $50 on a flick, man. I don't even like people like that. <laughs> All right, dude. I ain't mad at you on that. Yo, <laughs> Comedic Guy went and checked it out opening night uh, last Thursday. And definitely uh, Marvel did their thing with this one. I had one small gripe with the movie, but it wasn't enough to sink it, so... But uh, overall, my point of view, like I said, Marvel did their thing. I think this is probably uh, one of their, one definitely one of their better movies as far as uh, scripted, as far as uh, actors that they picked to play the roles. I think casting was on point, acting was on point. Uh, Tom Holland should have been their original choice to be Spider-Man, but I guess it worked out. At least his Spider-Man is in the MCU now, whereas Tobey Maguire's wasn't, and uh, Andrew Garfield's already forgotten. So, <laughs> but yeah, definitely uh, must see if you haven't checked it out. Uh, I still haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, so I can't say it's the best of the summer so far, because there are people that are saying Wonder Woman was still that ish, but uh, won't be disappointed. Yeah, nah, I wasn't, I wasn't sold on Wonder Woman, and I watched that garbage. <laughs> and I like and I like what's her name Gal Gadot. I like her. I like her. I fucks with her. I fucks with her. I like her in the like, Fast and the Furious movies. I can't. Yeah, say yeah, 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 yeah. And and I was looking for her to do catch uh, up in the in the world. Diana, but I mean, hey, you know that was their choice, and from what you know, the review, what the reviews and critics say, hey, she was perfect choice. So I get around yeah, to seeing it at some point. She was she she was good. Like uh, who they picked for for the love interest, my boy from Star Trek. Uh, I, I I I couldn't dig that. But other than that, it was straight. Yo, you know what pissed me off about Spider Man Homecoming? The only thing that pissed me off about Spider Man Homecoming is how they kind of semi introduced the Shocker and then killed him. Yeah, you gotta Did watch actually, the whole film. I don't think I don't think they I don't think they killed him. I mean, no, I don't think his character is dead. You gotta, don't you gotta watch the whole film because, in fact, what he's saying is true, but what he's saying is also false. So, yeah, you gotta watch the whole film because, in fact, it's like they nodded to both both of them, but you you gotta you gotta watch. You got like I said, just go back to the stick or whatever. Form of leggings that you got got it on and uh um watch the whole film you're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> all right Kometi, you want to um, go ahead and uh break it down without spoiling too much of it <clears throat> oh yeah yeah I, I i'll never spoil it um the cool thing with these characters um and when i say characters i mean marvel as a company yeah i don't know if they got the exact same pacing template but when i was watching this film 
I was really afraid. I was like, this is going to be like a seven. This is not good. I'm not excited about this. And I felt the exact same way, even though I was a little bit more invested in um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, ride, but I'm not sure. Um, But the pacing was good. At first, I was like, man, they threw the whole film away on um on on the trailer there's nothing new here um this is sad um it was it was a lot i was really grumbling i really felt gypped um and then they made a real strong left a couple of hard rights um hit the gas and um they, they brought it home they brought it all the way home and i was really really excited by it um so yeah yeah i i, I do suggest you hang on, and again, not giving up nothing. Um, lot, there's some brown people in there. Um, uh, yeah, Mr. Woodbine, Bokeem, <laughs> Woodbine, he was standing around with Al Pharrell. They're drinking the same fountain of youth pill because he looks the same. He's been looking the same for the last 20 years. Um, you know, <laughs> Fanti's in the spot. Uh, you know, we were just talking about Mr. Gambino Childish. <laughs> he was in the spot. Um, Mad people was in the spot. Mad people was in the spot. So it was real you cool know, to see. But you know, I read a rumor, comedic, and I don't know if it's true. And, and I guess we're gonna have to wait to see. But they said the re one of the reasons that they introduced, and I don't think he said his name. In uh, I didn't catch if he said his name in um homecoming, but. One of the reasons they're saying, and it's speculation, I don't know how true it may end up being, but that um, the Childish Gambino, Donald Glover kid, is supposed to end up being Miles Morales, which is, of course, the new Spider-Man. And if you're into the comics, there is a comic book series where Peter Parker and Miles Morales actually are teaming up, both uh, as Spider-Man. You got Parker, Spider-Man, you got Morales, uh, Spider-Man, so I don't know if that's a hint that they're throwing at us that could be second or third sequel that we could see Glover as, you know, the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Well, I mean, I can't tell because there's a, you know, they're, they're split on that because some of them says that it it will be him and some of them say that it's the nephew that he um, alluded to when he was like, my nephew is on that side of town, so I'm not really sure either way um but i i just really i thought i thought they came off like i'm like how these characters make you care about characters that you don't care about is amazing but i i was really irking for a long period of time like oh this film is not going nowhere this is gonna be you know what i mean this is gonna be i don't even know but this is not good. This is going to be bad. This is, And I was like, damn, I'm, I'm going to go through it. And I'm going to be, you know, but I was like, this is not going to be a, a eight a eight for me. And um, and they really pulled it out. You know, I was really excited that they did because, you know, I love Marvel. So I'm like, yo, don't, don't, don't do me wrong. Um, we'll see what happens in a couple of months with Thor. Mm. Yeah. And then, like I said, with Marvel, it's no telling because, especially with uh, with them casting Donald Glover in there, because it could be possible because 
I didn't find out to somebody posting in the comic book group that they actually said that Peter Parker <laughs> or the character of Peter Parker made an appearance in Iron Man 3, that he was the little boy in Iron Man 3 that had the uh, Iron Man mask or whatever. Hmm. So that was supposed to be, you know, a young Peter then. So I was like, wow. So like I said, it could, if it's true that they're going to have uh, Miles Morales played by uh, Donald Glover, then that's kind of an interesting interesting way to uh, bring his character in there like they did in Homecoming. And then, of course, the girl um, that was in the uh, that was in the uh, debate, you know, uh, team with them, Michelle, where she told him to call her MJ. I was like, okay, so she's going to be the new MJ, I guess, going forward. Right, and and that's a you know that's a good luck because you could you can get your ugly Betty on with her. Clearly, they they glammed her down. Um, so you know there's a lot of space for that. Um, again, like you say, um, you can run these franchises. You get these young people run these franchises, and, and the coolest of cool things that I've never seen. It's like you kind of sort of run a kind of sort of origin story, kind of sort of, but the origin was already done. You know what I mean? But it's like uh, you don't come out with the Green Goblin again. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. <laughs> you know, um, you know, very, very well written, dangerous uh, enemy um, all the way around. So it's just, it's just cool. It's cool. Right, right. <clears throat> I, I just I, wanted to rob some people. I I ain't want to send them through time and shit. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a uh, minute. No, when they when when uh, when they had Donald when they had Donald Glover character uh, go to buy guns, and he was like, "Yo, nigga, I just wanted to rob a couple of people. I ain't want to send niggas through time and shit." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you trying to upset yeah. me? <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> it was like, why well, can't you yeah, like, get some pow yeah, pals? We ain't going to uh, spoil the twist that they had in it. I thought that was a nice little twist, too, uh, that they had towards the end. So, yeah, like I said, it was uh, interesting. And then also noticed how they had the little, uh, little cookies in there. Um, there was a scene where they were um, going through Coney Island, and it's been a minute since I've been to Coney Island. I don't recall a ride there being called Thunderbolt, but it may be. And that could be a hint also at the uh, Marvel characters. There's a uh, group of Marvel heroes called the Thunderbolts. So I thought that was interesting. I that uh, real quick. You don't, you don't remember the Thunderbolt? No, I said Oh, you talking about the ride at uh, Coney Island? Yes. I was a kid when, when I was at Coney, so I, I don't. Remember, I remember the uh, the um, Rebel Yell, and I remember, I mean, not the Rebel Yell, um, the, damn, I can't think of the name of the coaster. But um, remember the coaster and the big-ass Ferris wheel? I don't remember Thunderbolts. As I said, I was a kid last time I was on the Yo, the Thunderbolt, yo, the Thunderbolt used to have, had the, used to have the DJ rocking in that bar. Yo, everybody wanted to get on the Thunderbolt. That shit used to be hot. All right, well, okay then. <laughs> Just a Yo, good uh, placement. Uh, I got a question. Uh, 
quick question. Go ahead. Um, is anybody uh, checking out the little quick, the little four-part series on HBO, The Defiant Ones? Is that the one talking about uh, Dr. Dre and uh, Jimmy Alvine's uh, start? Yes. Nah, I haven't. I saw it up there, but I haven't checked it out yet. No, I also have not. I've checked it out. The night it came out, I um, was watching the Wyclef Unsung. Fell asleep on that. Woke up again when it came back on. Missed completely the damn uh, the one on Jagged Edge. So I'm a little behind the shit. And I'm still trying to get into. Uh, I'm still trying to get into this. Um, FX series on the uh, crack epidemic. I still haven't gotten around to watching yet. Yeah, that's called Snowfall. That's all yeah, Snowball. Yeah, the um, second episode is tonight. That's why I said it comes on in the same time slot that we start the show. It starts at ten. So, yeah, I haven't uh, got in to check that out yet. That defiant ones, man. That's a that's a it's told it's told very very well. I mean, it it, it goes it starts at the very beginning of Jimmy Alvin and Dr. Dre from from when they was kids growing up, and it alternates between the two of them uh, on every episode. So it's not like we got one episode all Jimmy, one episode all all uh, Dr. Dre. But what's so interesting. The most interesting thing about it is when they finally come together and have um, Interscope Records and the making of The Chronic and, and everything that was going on around them in the, in, in the world, everything that was going on in the world around them when that, rec- when that, when that album was coming out. And, dude, it's, it's so interesting to hear them talk about it from a, a record executive standpoint and a producer standpoint and like how much the real world affected how they was going to make their music. Mm. And, it's, it's, and, and then you really start to get into a situation of, well, what is it? Is the world affecting the music or is the music affecting the world? I mean, you really thought when you look at it from that point of view, and it's it's uh it's it's crazy, man. It's it's very good. It's told very very well, and it's a uh, four series, an hour piece, an hour and some change a piece, and um I strongly suggest that uh, people check that out. Um, because first of all, I didn't realize how like how deep Jimmy Alvine goes into the game when when they when they started showing people that he that he that he uh, produced hits for, I was just like, oh my god, this dude is a monster, and I never knew that. And then to just see him go to West Coast hip hop, which was completely out of his wheelhouse and he took a chance on it. It's a it's, it's a crazy story, man. It's a good story too. 
Yo, you know what I found out interesting about Left Side that I, that I never knew was that out of the group, she was the only one that did solo albums, and she actually released three albums, which I didn't know. I knew about one. I didn't know she released three. I actually, I take that back. One of them was shelved. One of them was uh, can It was it was done, but it was never released. That was her second album. Wow. Yeah, let me do that. She had recorded three solo albums. Hey, um, remains... Go ahead, it remains what now? I was to say she remains the only member of TLC to record a solo album because neither T Boz nor Chili did uh solo albums. What would you great say? Um, you know, this is not necessarily exactly to your theme, but if I may take just a short moment to kind of put out a uh, a little bit of a PSA, I don't know if, uh, if anybody, I don't know if um, how viral this videos and social media has gone on uh, a young actress, Maya Campbell. Um, for those that don't know that name, she way was back girl in the day on um the LL series. Yep, in the house. Yeah, her mom is the uh, author of uh, BB Moore Campbell. Yeah. Um, and, and LL Cool J and um the wine Debbie the, Allen. The, the, Yep, and also the uh, the Whiting's girl, the sister. She was also on on that as well. But um, yeah, uh, Kim, Kim Wayans. Kim Wayans. But at any rate, this video surfaced with Maya Campbell down here in Atlanta at a gas station, completely cracked out. I mean, completely cracked out. She had on some dirty shorts and a dirty halter top and was at the gas station trying to get some some money from this dude so she could get some crap. And the dude is telling her, yo, put my gas and I'll give you a little something. And he knows who it is and he starts filming her. And, you know, he, he don't even care. He knows exactly what it is. And just starts filming it. He, think, he thinks it's hilarious. And um, after watching that and then doing a little bit more research about this young lady, she is clinically bipolar. Uh, she's been that way or been diagnosed that since she was 16 years old. She had not been on her medication, and then she started turning to drugs. They even have some footage of her with um, what's that? What's that? Uh, short haired lady. What? Uh, um, that, uh, Ayana, Ayana Van Zandt. Ayana. Yeah. 
Van Zandt. Yeah. She, she's got, she's got, there's some footage showing what she got with her. Um, and so LL tweeted, LL tweeted, he said, yo, if you see somebody that's hurting, that's in need, instead of filming them, why don't you lend a helping hand or a kind word? Yo, if anybody sees my ear, my ear, please let me know, because he's trying to find her. So now there's this kind of low-level search for her to try and find where she is so they can get her some help. So it's a sad story, man, to this young lady, um, because I, I, I saw some things and read some things where it seemed like she had a little, she had some stuff going for her, but I mean... You know, and you see people out here on the street like this, man, and you don't know what's going on with people. You never, ever know. And I know we got to be careful. You know, we got to kind of watch ourselves. We got to sometimes we, we, we think about possibly having to lay somebody down so we don't get laid down. And I get it. I completely get it. I understand. Trust me, I think about that every day as a disabled person that gets out and, and, and gets around, because I know if it comes to one-on-one, I'm going to be at a disadvantage, because I can't stand up good on my own, let alone try let alone try to box somebody. But what I can do is if I get you in that bear hug and fall on you, it's over, because, nigga, you will turn to dust if I fall on you. But that's besides the point. My whole thing I'm saying, man, is see somebody out there hurting, you see somebody that, that, that can use the help, man. There ain't nothing wrong with to say, yo, can I get you something? You know, I mean, yo, can I, is there, is there, have you eaten today? Do you need, hey, I got an extra shirt in the back, cover you up a little bit better. Can I get that for you? That, that don't take but a minute. That don't take but two seconds to add. So, I'm going to put that out there, man. Y'all got any thoughts on that or whatever? It is what it is. Uh, you know, I think with Maya, man, you know, it's tragic when you, you see, and she's been in the news a number of times for, you know, um, a number of issues. But I think with her, man, especially with a lot of these um, celebrities and stuff, when they grow up, you know, sort of grounded. You know, I think her mom kept her grounded. And, you know, you hate to say, you know, her mom died in uh, 06 from uh, brain cancer. You know, a lot of these celebrities, you know, especially if they don't have that structure in their life anymore, some of them, they just, they go by the wayside. And I think with her, especially with a lot of her legal troubles that started happening, pretty much happened right after, you know, her mom passed. So, I mean, if she didn't have that network of support, you know, like she had for my mom, then... Yeah, I mean, you know, people said the same thing about Kanye. You didn't hear him really flipping out and going on these rants and, and you know, meltdowns or whatever to after his mom passed. So, you know, it's, it's tragic. And I get what you're saying. I, I did read that article about L, you know, sending the message because they say he actually tried to reach out to her and she declined his, to take his phone call. So, yeah, yeah so... There's actually a video where she's telling Elle, yo, I'm good. She's in, a, she's in a barbershop somewhere, and she's telling Elle, she's like, yo, I'm good. 
I got this going on. I'm like, I got some investments happening. Da 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 da. And even now she looks kind of cracked out. And she and she's kind of just saying this and saying that. And the dude that's holding the camera, he's even like, yo, yo, no, seriously, get serious. You know, get serious about what you're saying. Now L trying to get at you. Where where can he reach you at? Uh, don't call me. I'll call you. Come on now. And. You know, how, how how far do we go before we finally be like, you know what, I, I can't do nothing else. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. yeah, sad all the way around, man, when you take a body. All right, so what you got for us, Big Rich? I know you got something in the wings. Um, I Right, I do. I just gotta go back to my notes and find it. So I'm, about, I'm actually about right. to pull over, and gas up. All right, you got me committed. Go ahead. I was saying, you had anything committed? Nah, not in particular. Oh. I mean, you know, oh, I'm no, just sitting here thinking. I hear to you guys now because. You know, I sent this to a couple of my partners. I think I mentioned it to Comedic as well, and I haven't sent out a uh, uh, text to you guys yet, but y'all going to be getting a, a group text from me in probably another month or so. I'm planning out my fit. You know, in two years, less than two and a half years, I hit the big 5-0. So I'm planning the trip with some of my closest partners, and, of course, uh, Big Rich, L, because y'all close to me, even though you know, because we done did the show now for a couple of years, not this show, but the previous, you know, version of this show. So I'm leaning towards a Vegas trip, and I'm sitting up here saying to myself, you know, I don't want to do it, you know, when I know Vegas is going to be slam packed. And considering my birthday is in December, I was like, you know what? That's actually the best time to go to Vegas. One, because it's not going to be packed. And two, I can get a good rate to stay in the Bellagio or some other uh, high-end hotel where I ain't got to pay 500 a night for. So, <laughs> y'all in? Y'all rolling with me to uh, Vegas for the Big Five O? Oh, definitely. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. No snitching. <laughs> I was later actually. It was, uh, actually, I was thinking of a number of destinations, and I was going to take a vote. Among, you know, my partners to see what y'all wanted to do. I was leaning between Vegas, uh, South Beach, or the Caribbean. Because we talking about it in December. So I was like, all right, ain't too many places where it ain't going to be cold or snow. And Vegas does get cold in December, as does South Beach, but not as cold. So, you know, we might still walk around there in a T-shirt. <laughs> so just, I'm just saying. I was thinking somewhere in the Caribbean, like either the DR or Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I'm with it. So, I'm yeah, with it. yeah. I'm giving everybody a two-year heads up because, um, like I said, I'm going to plan this trip for, like, um, the middle of the week. I'm not going to do it on the weekend. So it's going to be like, because I think my birthday that year, uh, 2019, I want to say it's on a Monday. I looked at it on the calendar. So I'm thinking we do it like a Tuesday to Friday or 
on Monday to Thursday, something like that. So I give everybody heads up. You need to take time off from work. If you can get that week off from work, you know, we're going to do it up. I'm anticipating probably about eight of us, but I got a couple other partners that they already threw in their shot. So I know it ain't going to be no more than a dozen. So... Putting, I'm putting it out there to y'all now. Like I said, I'm going to send out a uh, text to the fam, to the fellas, and let everybody know, yo, 2019, December, we're taking this trip. Whether we're going to the Caribbean, South Beach, or Vegas, that'll be decided. But it's going to be for my big 5-0. Because I've never done anything big for any of my birthdays. I remember my 41st birthday, the girlfriend I was dating then threw a surprise party for me at one of the clubs I worked at, and that was the first time since I was 21 or in my early 20s that I actually got wasted on that birthday. And Thank you. How are you? Matter of fact, Comedic, you was at that party, right, if I remember correctly? Yeah, please get... I was. I was. Huh? Yeah, so I haven't done done anything like that since. So that's why I said the 5-0 is going to be the big 5-0. It's going to be a while. I got to go off the app and get the code. Usually you hear me in the streets in the background. Today, Rich got it. I was going to say, who's I'm, I'm hearing? Yeah, I'm hearing the background. I thought that was you, L. That's not you. On the streets in the no, background. No, not this time. Not this time. It usually is me. Nah, that's uh, that's my man on on the, on the cut, making bread without the meat. Five button. two nine. That's 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 big Uber right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. So you say so you say you with it, Al? Hell yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> Oh, brother, brother, you consider me a close friend. Oh, oh, I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm honored. Oh, we're going to document. Like I said, when we go, it's going to stay between us. We're we going to document some of the wild out. It just ain't going to be made available <laughs> to the masses. <laughs> nah, baby, no footage. I don't want, I don't want no evidence, baby. Let's, let's Say party, what? Let's party like a, let's I don't want. Like I don't want no. I don't want no evidence. I want no footage. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know why freak. You know why freak was so successful in Atlanta because it wasn't no damn social media. <laughs> <laughs> you said that's why freak was so successful because it was no social media rich. Uh, that's also false, but. I mean, you could say that, but not. I mean, you got to consider um, the memes in in that time was some damn poorly drawn Charlie Brown shit that had been Xeroxed many many times. It was, you know what I'm saying? So it's like there's some there's some uh, 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 there's some portraits around. Somebody got that. Oh yeah, I, I, I yeah, I got plenty of friends that messed around and gave me. Uh, not Polaroids, but the 35 millimeter shots of them wilding out. My boy Manny, I think every year, them fools went to Freak Nick, to Bike Week in Myrtle Beach, to uh, what was the one they had up? Was it in Philly, uh, Comedic, the Black Picnic or the College Picnic yeah, Week? Greek, they used to have every yeah, the Greek, 
the Greek uh, joint. Yeah, yeah, they went to all them shits, and it's funny because we were all friends back then, and I was the only one of my friends that would not go. I wouldn't go to Nick. I wouldn't go to Black Bike. I wouldn't go to the the uh, college picnic because during that time, my daughter was born in 94. So, you know, I was working two jobs trying to, you know, get ready for the arrival of my first child. So, you know, I had the, the income to go, but I was like, nah, you know, I was trying to be the family man, you know, taking care, you know, in a relationship, you know, raising a daughter and a son on the way, so... And they were making them change. Uh, and even before, like my, they were still going in the early 90s before my daughter was born. I still was the one friend that would not go. Manny, everybody, come on, man, what, what, what the hell are you going to stay? You know, let's go down. We're going to, you know, get up with these with these chicks. Like, nah, that ain't my thing. That wasn't my thing back then. Well, my, it ain't my thing then, now, sideways, up, side, left side. Because the shit, I can't really be the spot where it's like pandemonium. Yeah, I mean, all you always see is stacked videos of a swarm stomping somebody out. Yeah, I mean, it's like 2,000, like cats be talking about, yo, literally on no dose for two days for what? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mutt is mutt. Mutt is everywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can find chicks. You could purchase better chicks than you could see on the on the free. Like, what the hell are you talking about? You go to you go to um you go to the bike week, and cats be talking about you can't even ride your bike. You can't ride your bike. That joint overheats. You gotta walk your bike. Bikes is not light. Like, so what the hell are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, yo, you go down there, you take a trailer, people stealing your trailer, stealing your bike. What the hell is we doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? You are gonna go around and just hold on to your bike physically? Like, it doesn't make no sense to me. You are gonna go. Um, 55 in a room, you know what I'm saying? So wh- where's your privacy at? Oh, oh it's gonna be like the shit makes no sense. I'm paying mad dough to be stacked on top of stacked on top of stacked. The fuck out of here! That's not what I'm doing. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I wasn't Greek when the um, Greek fest was down. So what am I doing there? You know what I'm saying? And when I was Greek, I was down here. So what am I doing there? I'm not doing it. I'm not stacked. I don't. I don't even want to go somewhere in season. I go to the beach in October. I mean, it's like it's too many people on top of you. Like, you're not gonna have a good time. You're gonna pay way too much. Not doing it. It's not happy. I'm not excited at that. Was you was you down there uh, wilding out at uh, Freak Nick Big Rich? All right, I guess Rich and uh, music. Oh, yeah, was you down there wilding out at Free Nick? No, I was, um, you know, I was I was on the conservative side of life and watching everybody else. Now, see, the original Freak Nick that took place just between the schools and the AUC, yes, mm-hmm. I was I was at that. I was at those Freak Nick. Because those were just some things that took place between um, between Clark Clark Morris Brown, Morehouse and Spellman. So once it got so ridiculous that it was all out in the streets, and you know it was I mean people sitting on cars and 
you know, police having to close off exits. So when you was on the highway on 285, you found you found yourself riding all the way around 285 over and over and over and over again, not realizing that all they're doing is just sending you in a big ass circle because they don't want you to get off at any exit and go anywhere. That that madness, I wasn't part of none of that. Shit out y'all niggas, but I'm not following y'all niggas and hover rounds in Vegas, man. I'm telling you that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, comedic, man. I'm not following your man's hover rounds, B. I'm not. I'm not going to strip club. I'm not going to strip club and hover rounds, B. It's just not going down. Thing is that um, he don't seem to understand. 
Um, y'all saw I had the peach colored um linen shirt that I did that show when when I was in Asheville and I took that video. Uh, um, three days later, I showed up to work because usually on my Monday, I used to always be dressed until they changed how I had to come in, whatever, whatever. But I came in that joint and a black linen shirt, freshly shaved, and it was like, why well, I look like I'm on the way to the strip club? I don't know what the fuck you talk about. I'm coming to work. <laughs> I was like, well, I, so I don't really know. You know what I mean? Why are you afraid of linen? I'm like, I, what? If you, especially if you're going to toss it to me, kid, please. Get, I do that shit in some safeties real fast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, yo. Let me take another break real quick. Come back. We'll get into more discussions. Here's another young lady who died much, much, much too soon. Was only 22 years old. You already know who she is. Y'all get into this. We'll be back in point five.
Miss Aaliyah Dana Harton died at the age of 22. Man, another tremendous talent gone too soon. Much too soon. Yo, real talk. If Aaliyah was still alive, do you think Beyonce would be as big as she is? Uh, yeah. There was some different lengths. But um, she she would still have to share some shine. And I think that, um, shoo, I don't know. Because it's the same bullshit we did before when we was like, yo, would J, would J be living if L was there? So I don't know. Because they were in different lanes, and Aaliyah had a whole lot more um, backing. Um, Destiny's Child is clearly a, a, not, um, a product of her father, whereas, you know, uh, Aaliyah had some industry um, love already, whatever, whatever, um, and was going different places with, with a powerhouse. So I, I, it, it would have been interesting. And her star was only really starting to get some real. Because you looked at it as like, all right, you got Aaliyah who would have been, what, in her 30s now? And, you know, Beyonce, Beyonce getting fans as a solo artist and you already got, say, Aaliyah who would have been like, the Whitney or the or the Mary J of of this generation. I mean, I don't know. It, 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 it is possible, but I don't know. That it would have been hard for. I think it would have been hard for her to step into that solo lane like that. This is my opinion. What's your thoughts, Zell? Would you? Hold on. So what we what we talk about? I got, I got distracted. My let me see. My nephew had just pulled up. What we talking about? Now, I was saying that had Aaliyah not died, would Beyonce be as big as she is? Um, considering like they was, I mean, Destiny's Child was doing their thing as she was as she was coming up, but it, but as far as I don't know, because it, it, it's it's almost like it, it's it's almost in, in 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 some aspects the same conversation that we have with 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 Jay and with with, with Jay and Big. Yeah, you know I'm saying the big still would have been here with Jay. With, with JB is prominent. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Um, I think I think Beyonce would still have a career. I think I I don't I don't think she would be the diva that 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 she probably was. But she would. You know I'm saying like like Aaliyah, like 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 she was on a move with this album. Yeah, you know I'm saying and 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 that that her, her unfortunate death, her unfortunate untimely death, really kind of put a really kind of put a crush on things because we had a whole bunch of like nobody bros just popping the fuck up doing music at that time. Trying, trying to fill that spot, and it, and it just ain't work. Like she, she was, she was, she was, a, she was a rare and individual creature. She was a rare, she was a rare breed, man. She, she was really a rare breed. Who that? That was, and I, and I, I want to I, I say that I, I want to say. Hold on, I just Trump passed down the block. Um, I want to say she was. To us, as almost as Princess Diana was the white folk. Mm. Well, I can give you a, a super good uh, equivalent, though. Um, she was clearly like our uh, Selena. 
um, young. Yeah, oh, you know what? that's even better. That's even better, Commander. Yeah. That's even better. That's even better. Yeah, she she that that's perfect. She was clear. Yeah, that's, that's you know, so it's like you know, and and, and um, I, I remember I remember saying this before, and you know, I have no problem saying it again. That you know, that was like one of the ones that that really got me out of my face because I was like, Jesus Christ, like for what purpose, you know? And it was just so much going right then. And, you know, it's a kind of situation, too, when you think about this, and and I'm not saying I want to see Kid no more because he was a little annoying to me, but that kid that was like her brother or her cousin, whatever, whatever, the one that was like right under her ass all the time, like, you know, he got to be gone because you got to remember remember how smashed up the whole Virginia crew was when she passed out, you know what I mean? How, How smashed up the whole Rockefeller crew was when she smashed out, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like you're talking about road dog... You talking about shit? You ain't seen the damn choreographer again since then. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. stacked people that that just you know it was just it was over. It was over. So. Yeah, all of, all of hip hop was crushed. Surprisingly, yeah. all of hip hop was crushed when 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 she passed. Like that was yeah, that, that was crazy. That was- that was a tremendous blow to the uh, not just hip hop but to music to the music world period because she was already I think when she died she was what working on just she was shooting a video for what was it Rock the Boat which was like off of what that she was had the just, third she, album they had I just think. finished wrapping it up they had just finished yeah, wrapping it up just wrapping it up so yeah she was already a couple albums in so yeah <clears throat> all right yo anybody. Anybody happen to um, I know Comedic ain't because uh, I stopped watching them after that uh, after that fucking um, Caitlyn Jenner nonsense. Anybody watching the um, ESPN Awards, the ESPYS? No. No, Rich ain't watching it because he in the whip. All right. So anyway, and, and what? No, I'm saying not at all. All right, well, somebody just posted a video, and I'm not going to play the audio on it because we're doing the show, but I'm going to check it out. I'm just reading the caption. I guess they got uh, Peyton Manning hosting the uh, ESPYs, and he did a joke, which I'm watching KD's facial expression, and clearly KD ain't find it funny whatsoever. And even people in the audience weren't laughing, but Peyton Manning must have cracked a joke on Kevin Durant saying that uh, our gymnastics team was so dominant that Kevin Durant told me he wants to play for them next year. And mm. Durant is sitting there with like the straight look like he could shoot lasers in the painting. <laughs> like, really, you going to make that kind of a joke at the ESPYs? Hmm. What, did, did somebody have a caption on or something so you know what the joke was? Nah, I'm reading it. That's what they got it in uh, quotation marks. Peyton Manning has said during the uh, ESPYs that our gymnastic team was so dominant that Kevin Durant told him that he wants to play for them next year. You know, someone <laughs> making a... Uh, <laughs> and Durant, and I'm watching Durant's facial expression. Whole thing, and Durant didn't one smile. He's looking at him with like this, yo, past his mind when this shit is over with. <laughs> He's giving him the straight... 
looks like gold. That's Venom. You get a chance to uh, check it out. Check the clip out. Somebody um, posted it on Facebook. I saw it. I was like, ah. Ah, you're going to throw that at him. But yeah, KD giving him that look like, nah, Negro, that ain't funny. Oh. He need to get over himself, man. You know, somebody could say the same thing about uh, Peyton Manning because isn't that what he did when he went and joined Denver? Didn't he go join a stack team as well when he went to Denver? Uh, I won't say they were stacked. Um, Definitely they were. I, I, I definitely will tell you this. Um. Kevin Durant was the X factor to go to state this year. <laughs> as far as the finals were concerned, uh, Peyton Manning was the X factor to Denver's entire season. Because don't forget about all of the records that he broke when he went uh, when he got to Denver. So, yeah, that, that that's the difference there. And, I ain't uh, talking about that first year. Cause that first year they lost. You remember they lost to Seattle. They had the, they had the top rated offense when he went there that year, and they lost. Right. You're, you're, yep, you're right. They did lose, but but Denver still wouldn't have got there without Peyton Manning. They they wouldn't have got there, and. I, and I do believe. Uh, actually, actually, let's, let's let's backtrack because let's not say that either. Because if I'm correct, didn't um no, I right, that was the season they won the Super Bowl. My bad. You're right. You're right. You're right. I was thinking about your boy that stepped in when he got when he went down with the injury, but that was the following after um after Wisconsin. You're right. When Oswaller went in there and took over for several games. I was thinking it was that first season. You're right. It was the latter season. <clears throat> so, yeah, you're right. He did take them because, yeah, he did set all kind of offensive records that year. But Denver still had a nice defense. Yeah, they, they definitely they definitely did have a nice defense. But, I mean, you know, I, any of those shows that like that, whether they are a sports shows or um, celebrity-based shows, whatever the case may be, you automatically got to know that when the host gets up there, they're going to take their shots. That's what they get paid to do, to get up there yeah, and take their shots. That's why they have people who write their stuff for them to, to, to deliver stuff in, in, in that kind of way. Um, I, I would, you know... Instead of getting mad at Peyton Manning, find out who wrote his who who wrote his stuff. Who who wrote it? Who you wrote know? his uh form? Gotcha. Yeah, who who wrote who wrote the stuff for? Cause that I, you know I think that's funny. I think you know that's, that's <laughs> hilarious. Hey, like 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 lighten up, man. Like, like you got to, you it, 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 it come it, it, it come with the territory. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you're gonna get joked on. You're gonna get criticized. You know what I'm saying? You're in the limelight. You know what I mean? Like he had a he had a big beef. He got a big beef going on with Stephen A. Cause Stephen A. was real critical of him. 
you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 over the coming year. But at, at the same token, you know what I'm saying, you got, you got a chip, you know what I'm saying, you get a check, you know what I'm saying, you're one of the top players in the, in the, in the, in the league. Yeah, I'm saying chill. Like, like, like it's going. It's like it's gonna come. Like, like the jokes is gonna come. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm surprised niggas don't be getting on home alopecia like they be getting on LeBron hair. Like, like, uh, <laughs> like, like home, like home, home face be fucked up. Like, I don't know what the fuck going on. Like, he got old man stubble when you young. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm surprised niggas don't really be going in on home. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? But you got to But you gotta take that though. You gotta, you, you gotta take that. Like, like he be, he get, he be getting real, like sensitive and shit. Ah, uh, yeah. One of our listeners, uh, they was watching it live. They said KD was not thrilled. And said Peyton went in on him. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, it is what it is. So. All right, wind it down to the last few minutes. Did you find out what the story was, Big Rich, or we going to get ready? I got one more uh, tribute I want to do, and then we rolling up out of here. Yo, I, it, it was it was a story I wanted to talk about a couple of weeks ago, but I, but I don't think we had the opportunity to get to it. Um, and, and I can't think of the young lady's name. I, I think in a couple of minutes, uh, well, if one of y'all could bring it up. Um, um, it was a young lady in Seattle. Um, and I can't think of her name, but it was it was troubling to me when 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 it when it came across my news feed. Young lady, she was about I want to say like between like thirty three thirty five. Um, in Seattle, she was um she was killed by the police. Um, her her apartment was broken into. She was pregnant. She also had young children in the home. She called the police because she came home and found that you know that that her home had been broke that that her home had been burgled. And she called the police, and then when I guess when police came to the door, she didn't know who it was, and she came to the door with you know with, with a knife in her hand, I guess you know to protect herself and to, and to protect her children. And you know when they when when the police came to the door, you know what I'm saying they 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 lit her up. <clears throat> yeah, I mean the the story in in, in and of itself, and, and and pardon me for 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 um for for, for not remembering that you know the young lady's name. Um, like when when we gonna be with like like when we and we keep talking about this every time situations like this happen. You know what I'm saying? We we keep kind of bringing a lot of these stories up and bringing stories to the table. You know what I'm saying? On 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 this you know on on, on this medium and then on social media from time to time. Um, like when when and and and, and we've asked this question before. Like, but when is enough is enough? Like you know what I'm saying? Like like when it. It's more than isolated incidents, and, and, and we've already kind of highlighted that already. Like when, when is enough is enough? You know what I'm saying? Like when shit go like like this go down. When, when and, and it's more than just marching. It's more than just an outcry. It's more than just oh it's injustice. Oh they don't care about us. You know what I'm saying? George Bush don't care about black people. It's it's more than just that. We 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 know it's systematic that and 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 all of that. All of the situations and circumstances that surround our society and people of color and this that and the third. Like when is enough? When 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 is when is enough? The fuck enough? You know what I'm saying? To 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 see shit like this on a almost almost on a on a on a daily or weekly or or, or, or monthly, you know what I'm saying? Occurrence nationally. You 
know what I'm saying? Probably even more so in the last one, we just don't hear about it because, you know what I'm saying, it ain't, it ain't in front of our face. But, like, but just like stuff like this, when when are we, like, like exhausted? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, yeah, yeah you, you're right, Al. We talk about this. We talk about this over and again. We talk about um, how we just we, we're just getting dog tired of this, uh, and this happening over and again. And um, you know, it. I, 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 I just. I just believe I don't I just think that until somebody is watching the watchers and getting and getting a a, a much stronger hold and a much stronger tightening the reins on them you know I I don't know what we can do I really don't uh, until somebody decides that you know, we've got to come down on these police officers in a harsher way, put down a sentence um, that's just hard to come back from in your career. <laughs> in college football, in college football, when you have when when you do something against the NCAA that's just, like, tremendously egregious. They have what's called a death sentence. Um, there's been maybe three or four schools in the history of the of NCAA that have gotten a death sentence. And what I mean by that is that they've hit them with so many penalties that it's going to take, it, it took SMU 18 years. That's Southern Methodist University. It took them 18 years to come back from their death sentence. They lost scholarships. They lost bowl games. They lost TV appearances. They lost, I mean, stuff that made their school unattractive, un- non-profitable, and just killed them. Until there's something that's laid out, laid out officially on cops like that, it's never going to It's got to be something that says the first time this goes down, you're done. Period. No, there's a three strike rule for criminals. Why is there a three strike rule for the cops? Hmm. There's got to be something that is so harsh. The penalty, if they are to be held to a higher standard, okay? You see, this is, and, and this, was one of, this was one of the things I griped about um, last year when we when we did the show and I talked about um, Eric Holder and then Loretta Lynch, you know, both as attorney generals, that as the attorney general, they had – the power because they ran the Department of Justice to change and make stiffer penalties for cops that go out here and abuse the badge or blatantly kill a minority without 
Yo. Okay, nah, that's what I said. I was like, the man cut in the middle of a sentence. I was like, that was crazy to me. Um, well, hopefully the brother will come back. Uh, we got two minutes to the end of the show. Um, if you do not come back, uh, Brother Rich, if you can close us out, give us a benediction. Thank you.